Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Wonder Woman by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And my name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And I'm Johnny. I'm the host of Austin Powers Minute. And today we're talking about minute number three of Wonder Woman, which is going to start with her receiving this briefcase from Wayne Industries. And then the minute is going to end in Themyscira uh, back in 1917, back in the early 1900s. Oh, no, even younger than that, because I don't know how time works with Amazons. So let's say very early 1900s, maybe late 1800s even. Um, Very young Diana in Themyscira. Uh, uh, Yeah. playing hooky i guess running away from her caretaker people still use that term hooky hooky she's uh, playing hooky yeah i don't don't even know that what does that mean playing um i don't even know where that comes from it was a they titled an episode of spongebob it yeah but the hooks the hooks but he was also skipping work so you know double meaning yeah Um, where where are all my spongebob heads at (laughs) So what they're where called. all my sponge heads at. Yeah. Where all my square pants at. Mm, that's a good one. Um, so uh, here she is in, in her office. Uh, very, very decorated office. Full of all the things that you work with, I guess. And it makes it that much easier when they're all there for you. You don't have to travel very far. And they all seem to come to you. So... Um, here she yeah, is. I wonder if uh, I wonder if all these is like a combination of like things that need to get cataloged or something versus yeah. uh, just, uh, you know, tr- treasures or uh, little knickknacks that she in, just has. Because it's sc- not hers. In the script, she's um, labeled as a antiquities curator or yeah. expert. Yeah. So she's like, she's probably identifying them and then cataloging them at the same time. I'm curious if this room here doubles as uh, like a filing cabinet for antiquities. Like, mm. well, uh, see, normally I feel like, well, sure, it's probably the influx of them as they're coming in, but then they have like a, most music, if you've ever seen National Treasure, (laughs) they have like that special, things have to be kept at a special temperature Mm -hmm. with special like air. Well, that's what, these things are encased. These things are encased. They look like chambered. But obviously, like, the, the Louvre is quite large, so I'm sure it's just, like, what she's intaking immediately, then it will kick out to the larger storage area. I'm sure mm. that curating is a long process, so those things have to be brought to her office. Mm-hmm. She's got the microscope. Uh, when we get the close-up shot of the photograph, you can see that she's got, like, a uh, a clipboard of scantrons that look like you're taking a, a, a test um, and it's got some writing on there, so it looks like she's going through like some check boxes of like basically a, a long curating process to documenting mm-hmm. like these items. And they can't just, you know, she she can't just go to each room that would have one of these things. She's like, okay, just bring them to me. We'll make sure they're in- encased, and I can study them here in my office where I have all the things that I need. Um, because you might need some more physical tools. You might need brushes or some some way to collect 
samples of dirt and to be able to do relative uh was it relative dating you know stuff like that carbon so dating do they still yeah. do carbon dating do they phase out carbon dating no they didn't phase it out but there's like a new accurate way to get it yeah but uh i'll put it this way if i am a um, if i ever get the mummified? power to be yes uh. mummified i want to be uh examined by wonder woman no um hey you and me both <laughs> sister <laughs> um I, if I ever got gifted the blessing of immortality, I would try to go back to school for everything, like be a constant student. Yeah, you gotta do like eight years uh, to be like a paleontologist or anything sort of like that. But just like constantly revamp yourself and mm -hmm. be like, I'll be a antiquities expert like for the next 10 years and the next 10 years I'll be a doctor and then... Yeah, I've been thinking about re-rolling as a bard next time, but we'll see. I mean, you gotta—it's the initiative, you know. Yeah. What yeah. if? What if? Um. Yeah, but what if you were like, um, like, like a like a Dracula immortal? Oh, like a vampire. Like, yeah, like you couldn't. You gotta. You got. You like that's already the job. You can't be an antiquities person if you're a Dracula. Who said? <laughs> Wait, so um, that's just that's what uh, do you mean? That's common saying, sense. He's, he's if you're saying, Dracula, you're a full time Dracula. That's your he, job, bro. He's saying I saw, like, you saw the Twilight. That kid tried <laughs> to go to school, and he had they had to pull him out. They pulled them all out. See, I was trying to save you and say that you were saying Bram Stoker's like form of yeah. like a villain sort of aspect. No, a Dracula as a noun. Guy. I thought he was saying. <laughs> I thought he was saying like, you know, there are two types of immortals. You have. Uh, you have Superman, Wonder Woman, Immortals, a god. But then you have like um, those who take Dracula. life, those who take life to survive. You got like Victor from Underworld, Immortal, where he's like, ooh, I'm all shriveling. Oh, like an Igor. You know what I'm trying to say? Like you got shriveling old person Immortal, and then you have like I'm. I want to be youthful, beautiful Immortal, but like perpetually girl. in your 30s. But I, what I'm saying is like. With the gift of time, I would use it on education. Nerd. Mm. Sure. <laughs> this girl goes to school. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I say, I say, I say, give me the fangs, baby. So uh, you give, you get immortal, and you taketh life to s remain um, immortal. Uh, they don't necessarily have to uh, take the life. You just. Uh, you can go mm -hmm. around just by changing other people's, um, going maybe maybe uh f maybe farm raise my own uh source of food. <laughs> I don't know how ethical that is. Just, um, maybe like synthetic synthetic blood or something. You can probably get by. Yeah, um, I think they had a movie about that. Yeah, I think yeah, there I was. I mean, the uh, Twilight. What the Alan Twilight Grant series. was in it. No, yeah, that was Daybreakers. Uh, yeah, that's was it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, synthetic blood, and they hated it, or something like that. Anyways, uh, it's, like, it's like giving someone a diet soda. It's like okay. Speaking if of, you if you want, if you want a soda that bad, you're gonna have to suffer through some diet. So get your synthetic blood. You know. Speaking of gothic vampire dudes, uh, Batman gives Wonder Woman her <laughs> photograph. Wow. Uh, and uh, she's it's going to. Yeah, thank you. I really tried on that one. <laughs> she's got she's going through a goth phase too. She's got them black finger nails. Leave her alone. It's fashion. Yeah, it's great. Um, there's nothing wrong with being a goth. It's it was a compliment. Duh, they made a whole superhero, Raven. Anyways, um, 
so she's given the photograph, uh, the photograph that we see in Dawn of Justice. It's an amazing photograph. Uh, if you own the art book, you get a copy of that photograph. I should really get that thing framed. Because um, it's cool. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, we get to see that cool photograph. We finally get to going to learn more information about it. Um, but uh, Bruce has left a note in there. He says, I found the original. Maybe one day you'll tell me the story. Uh, wink. Wink. Little wink emoji. A little. Uh, is it sideways? Does he write it sideways? Here, no, he, here. he writes left to right like anyone else. No, I know, that's not <laughs> what I was asking. <laughs> What's and No, not like anyone else, Mark. Way to be non-inclusive to everybody that just doesn't write like like Americans or whatever. What? <laughs> Some left people to right. do write. Some people like, write right to left. And also sideways. You never know. Where do you see a wink face? No, that's just the... <laughs> <laughs> There's, there's no wink emoji. It's implied, not an actual one. On the back, it says, if I was at the Museum of Antiquities, uh, what would we be doing? No. Bruce. And then she, the instant she wrote she him a, a note back and it just says scene with two check marks. No, it's an implied wink of like, let me get to know you better. Yeah. Pass. She, he made a pass at her. Do you got to explain this anymore for you, Nate? No, but <laughs> you threw me off with the wink. I thought there was a real wink. You thought there was a real wink in there? That yeah, I thought it was going to be, I thought there was a semicolon. You guys said it with such a confidence. I was like, oh, wow, there's a wink. And that's why I asked if it was like an emoji or the semicolon with the parenthesis. Parenthesis. Yeah. Semicolon, uh, uh, close parenthesis. Close is bracket. that called a closed, closed? Well, no, bracket is a square one. Yeah, close parentheses. Um, but uh, she she does tell him the story because that's that's what we're hearing. We're hearing that narration. Um, she's telling him, you know, the the narration isn't uh, just for the film. It's it's her telling Bruce Wayne the story. You know, I, I I used to want to save the world, and that's why she has like you can hear like the like the natural laughter in her voice when she's speaking mm -hmm. in, in yesterday's minute. It's because she is talking to Bruce Wayne. They're having this moment. Um, this is kind of right before Justice League, where they're you know they're kind of getting this team together. This is how Bruce Wayne knows about Steve Trevor and stuff like that, and knows how to get under. You know, I guess he's about to use this against her, which is a real dick move, Batman. But um, yeah, it's, this is her telling uh, him that story. So, um, uh, pretty interesting part. Uh, do you guys have any? Um, notes or comments about the this antiquities part before we move into Themyscira or um you guys just want to jump right into it hang on let me let me let me let me go through this real quick let me give it the one old comb over while I vamp <laughs> like a smiling and uh no just go right into it okay cool so here we are in Themyscira we're seeing it finally for the first time in film um, what were your guys' opinions about seeing Themyscira for the first time? Jaw-dropping. Awesome. I want to live there. Yeah. It seems, it's that utopic, I at least want to take a sabbatical there and like learn to be a warrior and mm -hmm. then like come back to real life. That would be wonderful. Well, it turns out you can because uh, it's Matera, Italy. No. All right, we're going to Italy, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently they found this like, um, uh, I I guess abandoned part of Italy. They said abandoned. Like they found mm -hmm. these, like this part of Matera, Italy. That's kind of like um, 
just ruinous a little yeah just a little ruinous like it's, you know it's got a history of ancient rome in the past and or ancient mm-hmm. italy and so they were like we want this to be the foundation because obviously and this was the hard part uh for patty jenkins she said when she was creating the mascara is like you obviously want to 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 bring to life that wonder woman is from this greek mythology and all that and but to make it seem exotic and and fresh for people because if you just give them you know some greek civilization again it's not exotic enough anymore we've seen it so many times with you know 300 immortal and every clash of the titans and all these type of things we've seen it so many times it's all cg and themiscara is meant to be fantastical right Mm -hmm. it's this women-driven society so you can't just rely solely on oh, is this CG like mountains of Greek. I don't know. Yeah. Like you can't just be intangible. Exactly. You can't just create fake CGI world and bring a sense of tangibility, and then you'd be like, like, yeah, I feel I can actually go here, and that's and that's what is so magical about this place is when we see it, we go, man, I, I would really like to be there. You know, these buildings look real. They don't look. They don't all look you know cgi like you know maybe they do in the in the background and stuff like that but for the most part you're like that looks pretty damn believable because it is real because it is kind of based on uh real ancient civilization but not only to make it a little bit more exotic she said is that there's because this is a civilization civilization that's older than a lot of things in our time yeah that they said that they also included other cultures in as well, and they said there's even hints of Asian architecture. Well, I mean that's the beauty about the Amazonian people, right? Uh, even in now, in like the comics and like the animated movies mm-hmm. and everything, they take in women. It's not just about like oh, you have to be born and bred an Amazon. It's we are all sisters. Mm-hmm. And we will take in those who need shelter and teach them to have confidence and power for themselves. And that's what's so beautiful about it because you do see such a, like, diversity in the structure as well as when you're in the later minutes when you're seeing them all fight together. There is different body types of women, different types of women, all in different everything yeah ready and training so and i think great. that's that's probably the the coolest thing because um i think by friday on friday's minute we'll be talking about you know specifically characters like specific amazons that will be like you know this person who th- who this character is who that character is and it and it's so diverse they don't all look like you know the grecians that you see in like yeah. every other Greek like an Aryan movie. style. I was yeah. God damn it, Johnny! I was gonna <laughs> say that. Sorry, I used the F word. Hey, you get the one. But F damn, word. I was going to say that, and I was like, yeah, it's like a complete opposite of like an Aryan dystopian utopia or whatever the hell you want to call that shit. But the like, thing that's, that's weird is most Greek people are olive skin, dark hair. Like it's yeah. not. It's so bizarre. I mean, I would say like the god class in history of like depiction in modern 
Yeah, just uh, like white, just like white man, blonde hair, blue eyes. eyes. Yeah, yeah, like that kind of thing. Like if someone were to say, like, "Oh, you remember the? You know, you try to find a, an old cartoon of some like Coliseum fight." And oh it's yeah, like some jerk off with curly blonde hair and and a leotard or something. Not a leotard. I mean, he's got like armor and stuff on that. And it's but like you're not taking in the the Mediterranean people yeah, of like having all. having that mm-hmm. everybody. There's a diversity even there. So I yeah, don't know. Absolutely. I mean, even Wonder Woman herself, Gal Gadot, is not Aryan at all. It's just you know, she's complete opposite. Mm-hmm. And, and I didn't want to say. I meant like. I, so let me let me let me. No, you can say it. I meant I meant the Aryan like idealistic of uh, everybody the same, just like you know the white. (laughs) Well, it's also better. Well, I'm also saying like (laughs) if you got to think about the context of this movie, it's important. It it like that whole yeah the Aryan ideal is in this movie even like not as abruptly in the mascara right because we are going to be mentioning the Germans Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think um, something that we will be talking about a lot as we talk about this movie is how successful this movie is. Um, is Patty Jenkins strive to make this movie right, first and foremost. Like, every minute that we're going to be talking about, every decision that went into this film, making of this film is all about like are we doing the right thing and it's never been about like the i guess the finished product of like how it is from start to finish of the movie it's just like every decision like every decision that the characters make and then the conversations that they're having and like what is by the the third act like the character is making these decisions because they're this is the right thing that a superhero should be doing if they're meant to inspire the audience or the kids and, and, and the people who don't have the confidence that Wonder Woman has. Like it is always about doing the right thing. And so that's why by the end of this movie, you're like, this movie is so good because it is so right. And I guess the right thing is that subjectivity, right? So it's like the right thing, not in relation to what the studio wants, what the mm-hmm. the person paying for the film wants. Yeah. It's literally what society needs or mm-hmm. like what, the depiction of this character needs not monetarily driven yeah. need. And it's not in so, like, there's so many times where you, where people make these, these um, polarizing decisions and it's never for the right reasons, but it's always something logical or what they think is pathologically It'll like be lucrative. Yeah. Like, so sometimes you get a lot of people who are saying like, Oh, Gal Gadot doesn't look, logically like the comic book depiction like she doesn't look like you know i would have casted someone else as like i would have like a bodybuilder you know like um you know i would i would have casted you know this white actress with black hair and like that's who wonder woman is like she looks just like the comic book version or like everybody forgets that diana has a sister yeah and like this cosplayer does it better than you know gal gadot ever could or and then you get the opposite which is also just as in my opinion, not as right because it's a little, it's force and it's, but you get things like, um, like, like we should cast someone, you know, like, you know, what if, uh, what if, and it sounds weird, 
but like what if this person was this color just because it should be like but it's like it's not about that it's about oh, being are you saying like a diversity hire yeah sort like of a diversity hire yeah you know something like that or like you know we can gender bent someone just because and 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 the the audiences will love that and they'll pay money to see that you know like why don't we just make batman batwoman and it's like i think you're missing the point here and it's not about doing what you think is going to fill your pockets and yes people are going to see that as representation but you're fooling them and it's not what's right because it's never been right. It's never been about getting it right. It's been about getting what's hot on the market. And so that's why sometimes you get these films that feel more like pandering. And they don't feel like, because that's what Patty Jenkins is like. We wanted this movie to be right. We didn't want it to be, um, you know, just fan service in any sort of way, whether it be comic book fans or people who, who just want us, you know, it, it's, you know, it's always been about what doing what's right. And, when you see them as scary and you see these Amazons living peacefully and, and successfully and efficiently, like you feel the power, you feel like the, the, the something that we don't have. And we're like, wow, I, they're doing it there. There they are living in peace and, and for centuries and doing it right. So I think it's always important that that should always be the, the first and foremost thing to chase after. And I think, I think it's great. So, um, I got to say something that I want to, one thing that stood out to me, and I didn't know if it was going to be like a Justice Diana thing, and like I didn't know if it was like an identifying piece or (laughs) her gauntlets that she has on. I was like, (laughs) at first I was like, all right, dead giveaway. (laughs) But then you realize that everybody has gauntlets here. What happened to gauntlet society? (laughs) I want to wear gauntlets. You can wear bangles. Yeah, different. Bangles are different. Uh, the Bengals. That's uh, a band. What's a bangle? A it's tiger. Also an NFL no. team. No. What? You both made the same bangle joke? Yeah. What's a bangle? Mm. Uh, I gotta, like, I, the I got to say it's real southern saying? so that you guys know I'm saying bangle and not bangle. You just moved to North Carolina. You don't get I don't to know have what you're s- I don't know what you're saying. Bangle? What's a bangle? A bracelet. Okay. Yeah, I know it, that. How's it different from a gauntlet? Bang- okay. Well, bangle? she's not. Mm. Oh, are you is asking it? what the difference between a bangle and a gauntlet is? Yeah, a bracelet and all them. Bangles yeah. are typically worn in groups. It's like, like it's the not circles. just it's not just a singular bangle. It's yeah. like a stack of can, bangles. Can they be tight fitting? They can be. Okay. But it's not like uh, I guess you know, in, like in the jewelry? neck stretchers. That's a weird thing to say. Oh yeah, that but, like, but I mean like, like but like on your hand. That's a hey. That's a ba- that's a that, hey. That's a bangle. Good classic uh, imagery. But bangle versus cuff. Cuff would be more like a gauntlet than a bangle. Okay. Because so there's like have? cuff jewelry. Does she have gauntlets or she got cuffs? Gauntlets. What's, okay. what's cuff jewelry? A cuff. It's like a singular. Because you know how bangles are like, it's like thin. A fat one. Yeah. 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 It's like a. Okay. It's actually like almost looks like it could be a. It's. It's paying it's like a quarter gauntlet. It's like a yeah. quarter gauntlet. Okay. Yes. I get what you I get what you're saying. Yeah. I got you. I agree with the the gauntlet mentality though because you are protecting a very weak portion of your arms. Uh for enemy reasons, but also uh reinforcing strength of your wrists. And this is where you know there's not a lot, you know, they don't spoon feed you a lot of her background. Um so much like they don't answer every single question that you might have had about Wonder Woman. She does wear gauntlets throughout um, 
Dawn of Justice and, and for most of this film as well, we don't ever really know why. Uh, obviously, the other Amazons wear them, but she's not wearing them now, which is the first time, like, here now in 2017. In yeah, you know, when she's looking at this photograph. First time mm-hmm. we don't see her wearing gauntlets, and right, I'm not used to that. Um, there was uh, New 52. They had established that the gauntlets were were put on her by Hippolyta to suppress her power because she is a demigod. They don't want her to know that. They don't want the others to know that. Um, they don't want people to know that she's a direct descendant of Zeus. So they use the gauntlets to suppress her powers. And if she were to take off the gauntlets, she goes into like this God mode thing and, and she's like super powered. Um, it's like, uh, sorry to cross over to a different realm, but the runaways, the, Oh yeah. They have her bracelet for religious suppression mm-hmm. versus. But instead of a God, she's an alien. Yeah. Yeah. Similarities. So my new, young adult novel instead, instead of a god she's an alien yeah yeah <laughs> instead of a god she's an alien i really like that <laughs> <laughs> uh so maybe that episode title for you but anyways um yeah so they don't um no i'm not gonna title the episode because that's, that's wrong <laughs> it's, it's wrong bad. I didn't, yeah instead of wrong. an alien she's a god instead of superman she's a demigod uh, uh instead of demi lovato mm. You got uh, De- Demi Moore. <laughs> there you go. Instead, instead of Demi Moore, you Honestly, got you got Mandy Moore. I would have liked to send seen Demi Moore as an Amazonian lady. That would have been nice. I think she's got the height for it, right? She does. She is the the Amazonian. Wait, like you, there physique. can't be short Amazons. No, you can. Oh, okay. But she's no, already like the physique <laughs> of Wonder Woman was just born very tall, right out the womb. Mm-hmm. Walk, walk out of there. <laughs> wearing the gauntlets already Yeah, the gauntlets on um well, yeah, she's she not you know why she's not wearing gauntlets in present day in in France because she doesn't no longer live in a a society that is armor clad in you know she doesn't need to she needs to be plain clothed yeah like, what are you doing she, with those gauntlets she's like I'm curating them and I was like oh I just it's a fashion statement she's in Paris I have a question, and maybe this is uh, something that gets answered like in dialogue or something like that. But mm-hmm. do the Amazonians, do the Themyscarians, um, Themyscari, do they live in fear of attack? I mean, obviously it's it's hidden, and it's hidden by magic and stuff. Uh, but are they... Um, are they... I know that, like... Oh, crap. It's like, I know that they are an army, and I know that they are their own thing and can stand up and protect their home when needed to. But are they like on edge for an impending attack or like, you know, being discovered or anything like that? Are they, are they a society that's constantly looking over their shoulders or is it straight up peace? Two things. It's an important distinction to distinguish a Themyscarian versus an Amazonian. Okay. So Themyscarian is this beautiful utopic society that DC has woven in for the Amazonian woman, right? Okay. Uh, Amazonian culture in mythology, slightly different. Um, so great, I guess, distinction you have to create between the reality of mythology and storytelling of fiction. Mm-hmm. Uh, second, I feel like there's two camps, right? So you have Antiope's camp, 
which is preparing for battle constantly because you can feel that Ares is still existing, and Hippolyta's camp of let's just lean into this utopic society so that we do not lose one of our own. Mm-hmm. Not just because of her daughter, not just because of Diana, right? Just because she's she's really wanted to be like, well, we, we're protected. We're in this bell jar of like, uh, we're in this paradise. We don't need to worry about that. He can't find us. Like, it's fine. But mm-hmm. Antiope is ever preparing her warriors for that battle. So you have both, I feel like. Usually, I think with civilization... Um and we learned this when we went to that Chicago museum. There's like a a, a, tri, a triumvirate of like what was that? like there's three pillars to a society. You have your military. Oh, yeah. He had it. Uh, triumvirate, I guess, was the word. Yes. Um, three pillars. You have your religion, your military, and your like your your law, like your um, your politics. And so, like, where um, Connie Nielsen or Hippolyta is like the political side and you have Antiope who's like the military and then the religion is you know what we learn later is like the three pillars support each other where like the military mm-hmm. carries out the laws the religion uh influences the law and, and military enforce you know there's a circle there that happens with the three pillars but they have they have their society um peaceful i mean like uh, to obtain uh, even right there we saw in the in the village as diana's running through the village as a child you see on the walls like proof of like where they came from like the history and there you know you see hippolyta in there i I, i'm assuming it's hippolyta it could be antiope who's um, back well and there was a previous amazonian queen before hippolyta i don't know in myth not, I don't think that it was ever established in DC Comics, but in Myth there was, and she got killed by a, another Greek warrior. So, the in DC for 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 Wonder Woman's sake, Amazons and Themyscira are two different things that they were like. Let's put it together. Yeah, basically because the Amazonian women. Uh, they were kind of discarded from society. It wasn't like in this is this beautiful, fantastic story that Hippolyta is going to tell later of like, uh, like a revolt. Mm-hmm. It they were a warrior class of women that leaned into being really powerful, but they also uh cut off one of their breasts to be better at women, being a being a warrior. Yeah. So they could shoot arrows more efficiently, mm-hmm. right? And fight more efficiently. Um, but it was also kind of like that, how the hero would go off on his journey to like tackle really powerful foes to reach that epitome of being like the most powerful warrior, like Hercules and things like that. Like even Hercules had to take a girdle from Hippolyta in myth. That was like one of his like feats, right? But um a lot of times a hero would go up against an Amazonian mm-hmm. and defeat them in order to ne- take the next step in their myth. 
Can you imagine so, the guy writing that story? He's like, yeah, that was one of the feats of Hercules. Uh, to take a girdle yeah, from wait, Hippolyta. Wait, hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, yeah. that was... Uh, we're, we're discussing that, right? We're discussing the Hercules and, like, the whole rapey bullshit thing that he had to go through with the Amazonian women. There's a lot of things. I mean... There's that, a lot of bad things. So, like, I guess in... in that's what they, that was one thing that they... That Grant Morrison, like, reversed uh, in that one Wonder Woman Earth One book. They literally did the exact opposite. Hippolyta... Oh, sorry. Hippolyta. <laughs> Doesn't matter at this point. Hippolyta raped and tore the head off of Hercules. It was like, got him. Man which sucks. Is, Get under with, my toes. Which like is that. literally the reverse of how the, the myth goes, right? So yeah. uh, Hercules killed Hippolyta in actual myth. Oh, what? Yeah. It's a shit show. And then, but you also have to think, this is, this is a, when we were, you were like setting everything up and I was just going like this, this is just like really interesting mm -hmm. how the, how the story weaving goes of, uh, how they're afraid of Aries and Aries is this, this, this mm -hmm. thing that's going to, uh, eradicate the Amazonian women or mm -hmm. like the Themyscarans. They're the daughters of Aries. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like Hippolyta and the very first Amazonian queen, they're both daughters of Aries. So they come from the blood of war right yeah it's not that zeus created them right aries birthed them into existence by having a relationship with a woman so it's like it's such an interesting thing that they're going up against even the patriarchy of their own dad i guess not in this case because the the story is different but if if you're molding the two but it's also like it sucks that in ancient myth they were a stepping stone they never mm -hmm. got their own, like, validation, I guess. Mm -hmm. The only validation they ever got was, like, uh, I think Theseus, like, he acknowledged how great they were as a warrior class of women, and they could go toe-to-toe. -to -toe, but eventually, in every myth, pretty much, they get killed off, right? They're they're that... that uh, yeah. Oh, I killed this, the Amazon. Like, I'm moving on to, like, another thing. It's mm -hmm. like, um, I guess, uh, could you compare it to um, Valkyries in a sense? Maybe. Uh, Maybe there's a comparison to Valkyries and, and Amazon women. Probably on some level, but like. Uh, yeah, but uh, I feel like Valkyries got a little bit more respect in a way. also massacred. Yeah. Yeah, that's what like I was constantly thinking. in stories and in but tales. Like that was, they were just, you know, th at the end of the day, Valkyries were just soldiers that would, you know, some of them would have names and stuff like that that were brave. You know, everyone was a brave. All yeah. of them, all of them were brave. They were all real. They were all brave. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. myth is real, but yeah, it's it, one of those things where you see like the 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 impact of the story, and I guess the point of the stories is is tragedy, and the and the fact that you have. Um, a, a utopia it's it's great they're they're doing great they're peaceful and then all of a sudden it's like the tragedy the the interesting part of the story is that that which is great uh then no longer exists and that it, it meets its downfall somehow and it like caves in you see you're with the valkyries the amazon the themiscarans and um like atlantis even like that's that's that trope of tragedy utopia cannot exist because of man <laughs> yeah i guess uh the shitty thing about uh, i guess the the valkyries as well as the amazonians like they were created to bolster that patriarchy right mm -hmm. they were created to befall the power and pride of man mm -hmm. um unfortunately which is it's nice to see 
as like a twist of modern mythology to recreate that and like spin it into a fictitious story of they are not that Mm -hmm. in this case and you get more confidence and pride in this versus what they were in history and myth so it's nice yeah um just one more thing before we wrap up this minute as diana is being chased after by uh chased after by her uh caretaker is um those murals in the back you know we do see um hippolyta on this giant horse above what looks to be uh, enslaved women as she frees them um she's like this sunlight behind her and then on the right you have like this mural of uh zeus i'm assuming uh, well, it's a head over a mountain, so Mount Olympus. Yeah. Probably. Oh yeah, Mount. I was thinking it was Themyscira itself. Um, uh, yeah, um, unless unless that is Themyscira and it is under the protection of Zeus, and those arrows are like protecting thing or something, or he's mm-hmm. the sun, and I don't know. I think it's the, I, th- I I took that uh, to be Themyscira. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. I Maybe agree. they're both. Maybe it used to be Mount Olympus, and then now they're all gone, so it doesn't matter. Hmm. <laughs> Mount Olympus. Oh, is that a thing? That's no. Not a thing, no. No. Mount Olympus is in the heavens. It's not a literal mountain? Uh, it is a literal mountain. <laughs> um, but I've always liked the the arrows being sunlight. You see that a lot with um, uh, a lot of ancient um, art, but also uh, I think Egyptian art as well does that with um, the sunlight. Sun rays are also hands. They could be... Mm-hmm. Uh, almost like claws, like eagle claws, or they could be arrowheads. I gotta say the the one to the left um, of the horse with those rays coming off that is very that that to me looks Christian uh, imagery. That mm-hmm. doesn't look that does not look a Grecian. The 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 right one looks a Grecian or or Mediterranean or anything like that. Um, but the one on the left looks really heavily Christian christianity based to me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's almost like a like a like a moses joan of arc mid- it like really is just western culture yeah. yeah 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 absolutely i don't i don't like that one i don't like that one at all to be <laughs> honest with you i really I'm don't okay. yeah but i'm okay with the blend of cultures you know like i'm not everything has to be like greco-roman or you know i yeah, but yeah. it on. just feel it feels weird into it yeah it feels that, weird yeah. because <laughs> It's also, it's like uh, implying that she is better than. Yeah. When she doesn't necessarily act like that here. Yes, she knows she is the like queen and protector, right? But she walks amongst the people. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I just, just don't, I really just don't like those rays. It just does not, <laughs> I really don't like that. Yeah. That's really, uh, it's almost like, uh, like uh, early Christianity. Not necessarily like now but even like um church of england yeah i was gonna say like very english christianity very just western christianity like i don't compared to the one right next to it side by side it's just blech you know (laughs) i think both i I mean i would say both I, i guess the right one might look a little bit better because you don't see a lesser uh being underneath it like and maybe that could be a thing where you're like okay zeus is just out there being uh omnipotent over there and casting divine protection 
but then you have Hippolyta with a sword, which might be aggressive. I guess is what people. Oh are no, saying. I wasn't. I wasn't. He's literally like the raise. The aggressiveness of it. It's. Yeah. It really is the raise. It, yeah. That is my biggest gripe. Her on the horse. That's great. Her fighting for her people and like rising up and stuff like that. Obviously, that's cool. You know. Uh, Maybe there's chains or something that we can't see on these people. That would be. But the implication of holiness. Yeah. I see what you're saying. That's what it is. That's what it is. It is the implication of that holiness that Mm -hmm. if but if those rays still existed and they had arrow tips just like the one to the right, I would be more believable of like, okay, now let's figure out what those uh, arrow tips are. Are they sun rays or are they? Is it again like a cast of something? Yeah, it's not. It could also imply the blessings of Zeus if it was like yeah. an arrow versus like of this course. literally looks like holiness. Uh, yeah, is, yeah, literally holiness. The, this yeah, the, this is this is ri- rising. This is risen. This is yeah. Uh, it would have yeah. been cool if those arrows were also on this one, but going towards her, almost like she's deflecting a bunch of arrows. But it's like there's yeah, like but a... Zeus is Zeus is with the Amazonians in this story. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I just thought it'd be, you know, in the behind so, the scenes, they almost wanted to etch into there like an arrow pointing to her saying good person with it <laughs> but they oh, thought it was yeah, too I'd, on the I'd nose heard about that yeah <laughs> it was yeah it was supposed to be right carved in there in yeah. the stone they were like this is the hero of this one um mm-hmm. she is the savior yeah these people are being freed by her signed antiope <laughs> <laughs> oh little antiope with a chisel yeah yeah no i agree with you nate it just like it, I guess it's also like uh, <laughs> it's like uh, years of. Uh, so the horse was also cool. He was uh, there too. It's just the, the years. It's the years of you growing up in a way that mm-hmm. in the society yeah. that we are now and how like uh, yeah. r- the religious aspect of life now is very different. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and it absolutely. just creates that like toxic mentality. Let me tell you something. There's so like I could you could show me the biggest most elaborate insane stained glass mural ever and i will feel no um i i i will look at that as as saying like dang that took a lot of work i don't see uh, <laughs> majesty in stain in particularly stained glass and this is what it comes from because of my upbringing and and it being just one of those things that it, you know forcefully surrounding you and just being like oh come on like isn't there anything else anyway the stained glass a fantastic art form amazing art form i really do enjoy it but when it comes to the religious aspect of it there is no majesty behind that uh in my opinion there is nothing that i can see in a stained glass picture and be like oh my god that depicts the story so well that's such a good thing to do to that no it's like uh uh-uh. i like uh what is the uh, uh, uh what is what is this called recess reflex oh, i think what i think what you're trying to say uh just like to l- bring you back to to square one is is that <laughs> th- when we create these uh monoliths these these works of art for religious reasons a lot of times what people are saying is like hey we created this for praise and mm-hmm. we didn't create it for you to learn from it. I'll know? challenge you a little bit. It's actually, it, yes, but also creation for those who are illiterate tells the story non-verbally of what they need to be learning and worshiping. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of like Gothic architecture is like that. Mm-hmm. So 
it's creating a a visual story like it like almost like a a stone tableau of like what you need to know about the story mm-hmm. because most of the people in that time period that those were created literally couldn't read so they didn't know what the bible was they didn't know i guess bible being like specific for religious reasons but mm-hmm. also like literacy in general mm-hmm. of any it, sort of uh religious but are they learning what they should be learning like as far as like the right thing about the story versus what they take away from oh, it is well, that i should on, praise that yeah. guy that's but that, i don't i don't know if you can ask that question interpretation <laughs> interpretation is subjective right but the ultimately the creation was objective for the the people yeah. of their to get out the story that they were wanting to tell. Mm-hmm. Of course, your interpretation varies per, per person to person, but it was ultimately created for the illiteracy. Mm-hmm. Illiteracy. There we go. All I'm saying yes. is that yes. I'll take a I'll take a stone <laughs> uh, stone recessed wall over a over a stained glass window. Yes. Nate's saying instead of making all that stained glass, they should have just been learning to read. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> wow. <laughs> hey hey, why didn't you guys uh, just you know pick up a book? Instead of, instead of hey. playing with these colors and rocks. Why don't you, why don't you uh, pick up that printing press and change the cubes around? Because it didn't exist. Hey, why don't you go uh, uh, pound some reeds and then, and then go, to the, go to the Library of Alexandria and, 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 and learn how to write and, and contribute to society and you know, have a good life? Um, yeah, I heard that library is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Libraries, guys, go to your local library. Uh, libraries are a great place, uh, dating all the way back to the one from Alexandria, even Though to the burnt. ones of now. Um, yeah, that thing did burn, right? Mm-hmm. The library of Alexandria doesn't exist anymore. Mm, thank the Phoenicians. Anyways, uh, we're gonna go ahead and wrap up for today. But if you enjoyed everything you heard, uh, you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minute and the Facebook group DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. We can join us to talk about today's minute any minute that you're catching up on and we will see you tomorrow for minute number four of wonder woman minute